Straight for 30. We've got the Big Ten Basketball Awards, Men's Basketball Awards came out today. We've got uh, our first team, second team, third team, and, of course, honorable mention, coaches and media. Just kind of break these down a little bit. I feel like um, first team, pretty easy to get the first three guys. You know, Iota Sumu, Luca Garza, and Kofi Coburn on both teams. I think those are no-brainers. Um, and then you run into the, the coaches versus the media. I feel like coaches got it right with EJ Liddell and Travion Williams. Um, I, I could see Hunter Dickinson also. He's been you know, Michigan's best player. They are the conference champion or one of their best players, maybe the highest score, however you want to look at it. And then uh, Trace Jackson Davis is an interesting one. And then we look at the AP awards where it had Marcus Carr on the first team, who was, according to the coaches and media, um, he made second team for the media and made third team for the coaches. So, I mean, sometimes team success does matter. You look at the second team from the coaches, they've got three Michigan guys, Dickinson, Livers, and Wagner, um, Trace Jackson Davis, and Joe Wieskamp, who I think is deservedly on that second team as well. Um, the one guy I probably thought from the coaches could have moved up was maybe an Aaron Henry. Um, could have gone up to the second team, possibly. You know, it's just – they had a good finish, but I could also live with him being on the third team. Maybe Maryland getting a guy in there on the third team. But um, either way, you know, Trent Frazier makes honorable mention. I'm happy with that. Trent deserves that. He also was a Big Ten Sportsmanship Award nominee or honoree. Um, and it was on the all-defensive team, which we'll talk about in a minute. So very good uh, to see Trent get some notoriety. Um, could have had him, him on the third team. I think he was probably one of the closest guys. His game at Michigan was fantastic. And consistently shuts down these guys who are on the first and second team, um, if, you, if you look back. So um, all freshman team, pretty uh, pretty easy to pick a few of them. Hunter Dickinson, freshman of the year. I think that was an easy selection. I think it went over the last three weeks, it would have been Andre Corbello. Um, but, you know, Dickinson had such a good year. And then Corbello, uh, easy picks. Um, Jaden Ivey from Purdue, I think, is a very easy pick on the freshman team. And then you, you know, then you kind of, can you got some arguments possibly Keegan Murray from Iowa makes it. I had him on my team as well. Um, Zach Eady from Purdue makes it. I actually had Brandon Newman on there. Adam Miller um, didn't have a great finish to the season, but obviously could have been a guy who uh, made it on there. So I don't think you have anything there. Andre Curbelo also is sixth man of the year uh, from Illinois. I think Curbelo deserved that award. He comes off the bench. I mean, his the spark that he provides coming off the bench, the energy and uh, is just, it's pretty amazing um, what he's able to do um, as a, uh, you know, as that sixth man and coming in and just kind of gets a feel for the game, just changes the game the minute he walks on the floor. The all-defensive team. So this is an interesting one for me. Probably the biggest snub for me was on this team. It's Franz Wagner. When you look at, um, when you look at his analytics stats, um, the difference in Michigan's defense when he's on the floor versus off the floor is unbelievable. Um, I think it's like, 11, 11 points per 100 possessions, something crazy like that. Um, his his blocks and steals, um, his ability to guard positions one through four. I think Wagner was a huge omission. I could I actually had him as my defensive player of the year. He didn't even make the all Big Ten team. Daryl Morsell is the defensive player of the year, which I'm okay with that. His analytics are good. Aaron Henry has great analytics. Miles Johnson, of course, blocked him a lot of shots and. Um, and Trent Frazier, who I think, although he doesn't have the steals and the blocks, maybe he had you know one six steal game, but Frazier is the guy that he shuts down guys. He allows everybody else on Illinois to be a better defender. He's almost like, to put this in perspective, it's almost like having a point guard on defense. He creates for everybody else. His ability to fight through that those ball screens and get through those screens allows them not to help as hard 
and allows them to, you know, stay with their man and they can stick with the guy. And so what Frazier does, it really changes the game. Um, he cre- it basically creates defensive opportunities for others um, because he's so good defensively uh, at the head. Um, and so they always talk, you know, tr- Trent's the guy, you know, you have to stop the other team's point guard, you know, you cut off the head of the snake, I guess, is Illinois kind of thing. So I think Frazier definitely um, deserves mention there, and it's good. It's happy for him to get on there. I'm, you know, overall, I think the player of the year vote is obviously the big one everyone talks about. I think um, Luca Garza is is a very deserving selection. I think I would assume definitely is a guy who deserves to be player of the year as well. And, and in most years, he would have had it. Nobody's put up numbers like DeSumo since Evan Turner in the Big Ten. So you would have to go back to the 2009-10 season um, for anybody to put up, you know, 20 points, six rebounds, five assists. Um, such a versatile guy and, and, you know, coming back from injury and being so great. And the thing that separates DeSumo probably is his ability to close games. He's the best closer in college basketball. It's almost you, you expect him to make those key shots down the stretch. You expect him to make the big play, make free throws, all those things. And, and outside of the game where he got hit in the nose uh, and broke his broke his nose and, and had a concussion, you know, he made free throws down the stretch. You know, that game was he missed a couple right after he got hit, but I'm sure that was a large part of it. So he he does everything, uh, both ends. I think defensively, you also have Desumu, who's probably, uh, you know, a better defender, clearly a better defender than Garza, um, not Lucas' strength. But at the end of the day, I, I'm okay with Garza winning um, I, I can't, you know, I, I, I picked to sumo, but that I'm not like, you know, totally, I can definitely handle the argument that Garza was the player of the year. Um, as we look at the coach of the year is an interesting one. I, Juwan Howard wins. I, I agree with that selection to a certain extent. I think, um, there are a lot of guys who should be in the mix here and probably aren't talked about. I think Brad Underwood obviously had a great year. Illinois fans love hearing, you know, loved what he's done this year and how they finished so strong, but, you know, Illinois was predicted as a conference favorite and they came out and they probably should have a share of the Big Ten title. Um, if the, you know, 800 winning percentage, 16 Big Ten wins, uh, I think the most wins any team's ever gotten not won the Big Ten. So that's, uh, that's I guess that's a history-making season. Um, so, um, you know, Underwood had a great year. Chris Holtman, Ohio State was actually picked seventh in the Big Ten. They're going to finish, I guess, in fifth. So it doesn't seem that great. But when you look at it, they're still ranked in the top ten in the country somehow after losing four straight games. Um, largely because who they've lost to. They've lost to Illinois. They've lost to Michigan. They've lost to at Michigan State. You know, these are in Iowa. They've lost to the best teams in the conference and top, three of the top 10 teams in the country, three of the top five teams in the country, I guess, uh, in based on ranking. So you, you kind of, Holman's done a great job with his team um, you, you, as well. But the two guys who I think it came down to were Matt Painter and Juwan Howard. I think Howard you know, took Michigan to heights, you know, they're one seed in the NCAA tournament. Maybe they, we didn't expect coming into the season, but so did Matt Painter. I mean, Purdue's the four seed in the Big Ten tournament. They are, you know, had a great conference season, 13 and six. Nobody expected that. I mean, I, people had them dropping off. They lost a lot of guys who rely on three freshmen. There, there were times, uh, you know, when they played Illinois, there were times there were six freshmen, freshmen on the floor at the same time, three from each team. So, what Painter's able to do uh, it, it has, is great. I think he's the best when it comes down to just tactical coaches in the country, one of the best in the country, perhaps the best in the Big Ten when it comes to just uh, overachieving with the talent that he has. And now he's got some guys who are young and they, they played well, and they're going to be they're going to be forced to be reckoned with for the next few years because it doesn't look like they have a ton of guys who are one and done guys. They're definitely guys that um, you know are going to be there a while. So 
very impressive year for him as well. Overall, I think that mostly the coaches got it right. Um, I would agree with that. I think the media sometimes missed some stuff. I thought the AP was kind of a joke on um, the first team. Um, having, you know, Carr and ahead uh, of Coburn. Kobe Coburn was first in rebounding and fifth in scoring in the Big Ten, shot 66% for four. The fact that you didn't have him on the first team is really kind of stunning to me. Um, and I know they say they went by, they have to go by positions and all these sorts of things, but maybe that's an antiquated thing as well. And so they just need to do a better job with that. So um, overall, I think the, it's, it's great to see the Illinois guys get their notoriety, especially guys like Trent Frazier, um, you know, and Io and, and Kofi, who are, you know, first teamers. Andre Carmelo, who had a great year. The one guy who's left off uh, probably could be on the all-defensive team is DeMonte Williams. DeMonte gives Illinois such versatility defensively, his ability to guard, you know, one, two, three, or four, his ability to get, uh, handle people inside in the post, his ability to guard out on the perimeter. You can switch all those screens. It's just a, a special kid. And, you know, not to mention the fact that he's, you know, added the offensive repertoire this year where he's shooting 55% from three. So just a kind of, I think I was a, another one on the defensive team that could have been on there. Um, and, and he definitely deserves something. Um, would have been nice to see him get some notoriety uh, on whether it is, uh, uh, whatever it would be. So overall, though, I think Illinois definitely got some notice. Uh, two first teamers on both the coaches and the media. You know, Trent's honorable mentions, and that's three, basically what I would say, that's probably three of the top 16 players in the conference um, on Illinois, which sounds about right. And then you throw in Andre Curbelo, who's the sixth man of the year. And so you got four guys who, you know, deserve their their notoriety and, and deserve what they got. And then you have a bunch of guys who just fill in their roles, and they, they did a great job with that, too. So um, overall, good, good to see these Big Ten uh, Illinois get some accolades. Looking forward to the Big Ten turning. You know, you look at the Big Ten tournament coming up. We're going to have a preview out tomorrow. We've got guys from, um, you know, I, all the top five teams we're going to talk to um, to just go over their, their breakdown, where their team's at, what they're looking forward. And we're going to have all five uh, seeds, top five seeds in the Big Ten tournament. Because I'll be honest with you, the Big Ten semifinals starting Saturday and Sunday is basically like a Final Four. You're going to have four elite teams, four teams that are have Final Four potential playing in the Big Ten tournament semifinals. And, and you may see a rematch in Indianapolis in, in three weeks with some of these games. So uh, it's going to be great. Um, looking forward to it. Looking forward to Illinois. Maybe these guys feel like a couple of them didn't make this list and they're going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Illinois finishing second in the conference by percentage points. Uh, Michigan not playing all their games. A lot of, lot of uh, I guess, motivation for Illinois heading into the Big Ten tourney and then the NCAA tourney to follow. So that's uh, that's 30 for 30 for the Big Ten Awards. Uh, happy to see the Illini get some notoriety. And we uh, will be back tomorrow with some uh, talk about the uh, Big Ten Tournament. And then, of course, we'll have some coverage from the Big Ten Tournament uh, beginning on Friday. Thanks for listening. <laughs>